you are listening to the B-Cast. Cousin Vic, another episode of the VCast is here today, the 31st of January. The 31st of January is such a special day for me every year now because the 31st of January signifies the day before my annual social media break. Cheers. I'm, I'm just going to uh, take a sip of this water while the, the crowd applauses. I feel I should be applauded. I'm getting off of social media. I'm taking a break. I'm showing willpower and discipline to things that I only consistently show every February. That I mean, the social media break was started because I was losing my mind. I was losing my mind. And I needed to unplug. And it just happened to be this time of year, so that's why I ended up being February. But February is a pretty significant month for my little family. Just because February has so many dates that that are important, that are significant, that are memories. Um, February 14th is my father's birthday, Valentine's Day. Um, So I hated Valentine's Day my whole life growing up. Um... February 19th is the day that I met my wife, February 19th, 2009, which is exactly five years to the date that I was sentenced to prison. So February 19th, 2004 was when I was sentenced to prison, and then I had to do five years in the system, so then I got out. I was done the same day that I met my wife. Was The, the same day I met my wife was my last day in the system so that was pretty significant um also the first day i got sentenced pretty significant um february also is black history month so that's very significant and then also um my wife's father died in february and her grandma on the same day february 2012 um what else happened on february Is that it? I feel like there's more. February. Uh, My daughter was born in February. That was pretty significant, right? Um, My daughter's birth month is in February. Uh, So February, I mean, Groundhog's Day is in February. That's pretty fucking significant, too. All right. February is a significant month for us. So it just happens to be coincidental, coincidental that my... Social media break happened to land in that month. February is also the month I started comedy for the first time. Um, back in 2018. So I'm coming up on three years in comedy. February was the first year I did a podcast. Uh, back with the Survival Guide 
boys. <clears throat> Can't wait to have them on this podcast soon. Um, so February is a pretty significant month, and it is going to be another significant month because obviously um, we got the new place going. Uh, February 1st is when the lease begins. So here's another significant moment in our history. So the social media break was so I wouldn't lose my mind. Uh, just, you know, just I was under a lot of stress. Um, my cousin's husband had just committed suicide and I was just his suicide just made me see how close I was to the brink to the brink what the brink is you you know everybody's brink is different whatever you know there's no need to interpret what the brink is you know what the brink is i know what the brink is all right and i didn't realize how close i was emotionally and um it just was the state of mind that i was in and that's all part of the problems that have surfaced you know today this is just um I don't know if that didn't make any sense, but the whole point is that the social media break was born out of desperation. And the first year I did the social media break, like I said, I got motivated. I was writing more um, jokes. I was writing a lot of premises down and not being on social media just Man, I I don't know how to describe it. Like just not that scrolling and that constant um, uh, ability to entertain yourself is like a pacifier. All right. Being able to be on social media is like a pacifier. It is a way to uh, escape your own life. It's another form of escapism just like watching TV, just like playing video games. Like these are all forms of entertainment that I use to distract myself from the feelings that I feel, from the um, problems that I have, you know, just like drinking alcohol, just like smoking weed, just like, you know, there's all so many different tools that we as people use to distract ourselves, to elite, like to soothe ourselves, to um, make ourselves feel better, to escape this world, this fucking disgusting uh, animalistic world that just wants to rip everything from you and you're constantly fighting just to hold on to what you have you know and I'm just talking about emotionally I'm not even talking about financially you know like this is just a very hard place and the pressures of life are very hard on everybody everybody has their own fucking problems everybody has their own things that they're going through their own levels of uh going into the brink and what brings them there and you know it's very easy for us to look at other people's problems and be like ah what are you fucking upset about you don't know like but you don't know what people have been through you don't know how much they've had to endure to the point where you're saying why are you why does that bother you you know what i mean like so being on social media for me is a um another form of escapism so when I'm on that social media break, that's like taking the pacifier away. All right. Now I have to deal with shit. Now I have to confront problems. Um, you know, I have more time to do more things. I'm way more productive when I'm off of social media because that's less time. Like when I look at my time consumption for, you know, social media and that, like, you know, open up your freaking iPhone app and the iPhone app is like, hey, asshole, do something else with me. 
All right, you spend, I'm a computer and all you do is go on social media. Like you can do so many things. And all I do is browse them titties on Instagram or browse them titties on TikTok. And it's, you know, it takes away from me creating, right? When I do the social media break, I blog every day. Um, I just write these blogs, these daily blogs about how I'm feeling, how the social media break is going. You can see them on VicIsFunny.com. You can just click on the link by the little Asian girl on the bottom. She'll take you to the blog <clears throat> where all the entries are in. And I should write more blogs. I should write more blogs. Like that should be my journaling. Or just writing about things. Um, I should just write more. I should write more. Yeah, so this, so like, so just being able to get off social media opens, allows me to open my mind more and do more things. Um, and it gives me such a great reset, like emotionally and um, socially. I start to miss people more. Like when I see you, like I, I just know when I go to open mics and stuff or when I'm doing things during February, when I see people, I'm just happier to see them. I'm just happier to see them. I'm I'm grateful to, you know, like I'm excited to talk to you. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know that you've been complaining about your fucking car all week long or that fucking bitch you work with or, you know, your, your fucking marriage and your relationships or the subliminal messages that you constantly fucking post every day. I don't know any of that. I'm not in tune with that. So you see in your face, I'm genuinely happy. I want some sort of social connection. I don't have that when you don't when I don't have social media. My fucking back is itching, itchy back, and I got the solution. Um, dun, 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 and then the back scratcher. Um, so when I'm off social media, I just genuinely like people. I'm just scratching. This feels so good. Oh my god. Oh, oh man. This little wooden thing is like, it's what it feels like to be on Epstein's Island right here. This little back scratcher, like you're just having a bad day on Epstein's Island. You pay so much money to get there that when you're on Epstein's Island and you're having a bad day and you know, you order a drink and the, the bartender sees you're having a bad day. So she calls one of the kids that she was in school with. And she's like, take care of this guy. And you're sitting there. And all of a sudden, this little hand appears on your back. Mm-hmm. Are you okay, sir? And you're like, oh, get off me. You're 12 years old. Um, let me just finish this. All right. That was rude of me. So, the social media break is coming. Tomorrow. So I'm not going to be out. I just delete all the apps. I usually don't um, delete LinkedIn for work purposes because um, it advances my professional career and all that good stuff um, no last year I did get rid of LinkedIn because LinkedIn has become more more uh, socially social immediately so I got rid of LinkedIn so um, tomorrow's 
uh, first day of the new lease. The new lease on live. This is um, it's been a real shitty process. Um, I, I don't want to talk too much about it. To be honest with you, I you know, I I don't mind being honest with you guys. I don't mind telling you guys um the things I'm going through. Um, but uh, like I've said before, you know, the things I talk about when it comes to my family don't only affect me. Um, so I have to be mindful that other people don't want their business out there and, um, not even that they want their business out there. Like I have, nobody's told me anything. Uh, these are just, uh, this is just me being mindful, right? This is just me taking other people's situations into consideration. All right. Um, my wife hasn't told like her immediate family what's going on yet. I have because I'm a blabbermouth. Um, I've told my side of the family. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if anybody on her family watches my podcast or listens to my podcast. I would just hate that um, this is the way they found out. I mean, it's still, I mean, it's out here now. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, I just, I want to respect my wife's privacy. It's pretty pretty simple i mean my privacy i could give two fucks about but um you know as far as my wife's privacy and my daughter's privacy you you know i take my daughter's privacy or we take my daughter's privacy very seriously my daughter's never been on the internet um except for maybe a couple times um by accident um but that's just that's just our personal preference and i know that that preference extends to her if you look at my wife's social media if you know my wife if you don't know my wife you don't know her social media but if you do know her social media you'll see that she doesn't post anything at all she's just there to observe she's just there to watch you and how you interact with me no i don't know um but that you know that's just the whole point i don't um for me if i just talk about my feelings and what I'm going through, this has been extremely difficult. Um, because on one hand, um, I'm very excited about the possibilities, um, the possibilities of being happy. All right, the, that's that's obviously the main goal. Um, but I'm also devastated that we're in this position, and. I'm starting to feel like maybe I don't, I'm not made for this situation. Maybe the idea of um, marriage for me isn't the best option. Like, because if these, if this thing doesn't work out with my wife, if me and my wife decide that we are not going to be together anymore, then I don't want to be with anyone else. I don't want another relationship. I don't want to pursue anyone. I don't want to be on dating apps. I don't want to find love. I, if things don't work out with my wife, I will be alone. Alone. But that's just me talking now. Who knows? Time changes minds. Time changes minds. Um, but I know for now, 
um, we're doing we're doing things the best we can. And um, one of the things I've been really dreading is talking to the kid about it. It's been devastating me. I even got lowered. Just don't even know if she's fucking sneaking around here somewhere. But just the idea of having to tell her that I'm leaving was crushing me, crushing me. Because me and my daughter are very close. And I know that it would devastate her. And that, that pulls on the heartstrings more than anything. I promised I wouldn't cry. Um, so that part has been really, really um, weighing on me. But um, I talked to my brother. My brother's coming back up and he gave me advice. He said that maybe we shouldn't tell him. Maybe we should do like a transition thing. So, you know, that's what we're doing. We're going to do a transition thing. There doesn't need to be a conversation where we tell her anything. It's just we have another place and we'll be going back and forth. And, you know, I'm not in a situation. I'm, I'm, I'm in a great situation where, you know, we're not, um, you know, me and my wife are still partners. We're still best friends. We're still, you know, family. And we don't have any animosity towards each other. So we're able to provide such a nurturing and caring environment for this transition to happen that even though it, you know, it sucks that it does have to happen, it is happening in the um, healthiest way possible. So that's that. I don't, I don't really want to, um, I don't really want to get too much into it guys, because I, I rather try to be funny. And this shit really brings me down. So I feel like the fucking social media break is coming at a really, really good time. Um, I'm not going to be able to distract my feelings as much. Um, I'm going to have to I'm going to be able to write about it a lot more because I'm going to still be doing my daily blog for the um, for the social media break. So I can post that in March. <sighs> And, um, I don't know, man, that fucking really brought me down. Um, it's just hard, man. I doing these podcasts and, you know, the prep that I do, the very little prep that I do before these episodes is usually just writing down, um, you know, things I want to talk about topics, things I want to cover about how I'm feeling and, uh, things I'm going through and just try to share these things. And I get on this mic and I want to be consistent so I can get better at this, right? Because I like doing this. I really, really, really love podcasting. I love sitting here talking. Um, I like doing these alone. I like them even better with guests and having conversations, but doing these alone, I'm able to get these feelings, uh, and these thoughts off of my head. And then I like the editing and production part of putting the podcast together and, and, you know, and then distributing them to everybody and saying, here, look, this is what I did. You know, I love that. I love that process. Um, but it's just hard emotionally when I'm going through all these things and I, and I, you know, I will, I'm trying to, I don't know, um, if this is entertaining, you know what I mean? Like, I've, I don't know if this is a show or is this just me? You know, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure to do something else so I can give you guys something that you can appreciate and you can love. And 
um, and you can want and we can grow community around and um, you know I'm just trying to create an experience maybe or am I just trying to fucking talk about myself I don't fucking know where are we going with this where I'll change subjects I'm wearing my fuck customer service hat because I love customer service Dun, dun, dun. I, you know, I've been in customer service for so long and I'm good at it and I hate it. Like I hate talking to people, but I'm good at it. And I'm I've been kind of thinking about this recently. Like customer service has provided me with a fucking an opportunity. Like without customer service, I wouldn't be Fortune five hundred material. Let's be honest. Without customer service I wouldn't be Fortune 500 material because I don't have college education. I don't have a college degree. I don't have a. Um, I don't have a diploma from a university. I don't have any special skills. I'm just personable, and that happens to work well in customer service. And customer service has always been a good entry level um, job for me. That was just a total. Subject change for no reason. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. Um, my brother's around. My brother gets on my nerves. My brother's exactly like me. So picture that. Um, fuck, man. This, these feelings really fucking tanked this episode. Really fucking tanked it. Because I'm like... This is something I've been thinking about. And upset about for so long. And like sometimes I wake up here. And I'm just writing and fucking crying. And... Mornings are just so fucking emotional for me to go through these things. That's the thing about fucking comics that I'm like, I'm realizing like, you know, as I'm trying to become one and the more I meet comedians, the more I realize that we're fucking damaged. There's fucking, we are just fucking broken people broken people that's the only people that get up in front of a fucking crowd of people and think that ta- they can just start talking and they can just make you know like control the attention of the room or just fucking hurt people and that's what makes me feel like i found the home with comedy like just the whole thing about it is it just appeals to me the whole the lifestyle everything appeals to me it's what I've always wanted that I never knew I wanted. And I'm not even like, I don't fucking know. This is a fucking disaster. This is a real shit show. Let me just tell you. And I'm going to stick into I mean, I'm here for the fucking shit shows. All right. I'm going to stop running from the shit shows. There's a lot of times that I've been into this podcast like 10 or 11 minutes and it's turned into a shit show. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this and turning it off. No, I'm fucking posting this goddamn shit show. I'm putting this out there. All right. Because not every fucking episode is going to be a winner. Not every episode is going to be a winner. They're not all. They, they all can't be winners. They all can't be episode 44. Or episode 45. I don't even know if those episodes were that good. I'm just calling shit out. I got this fucking little fucking stash. Is my mustache lopsided? No. It's beautiful. My little flavor saver. Hey, there. You killed my father. My name is Victor Sedeño. 
and you killed my father. Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Yo, bro. So, um, that's it. That's it. I'm canceling myself. I'm going to cancel myself. I uh, reported myself to Facebook. And I don't fucking know, guys. I don't know. I wore this fucking stupid scarf. Try to be fancy. But it's good. And I'm glad I wore this scarf because now when I look back through old episodes and somebody's like, hey, can you recommend an episode? I'll just make sure not to recommend the one with the scarf. Don't recommend this episode with the fucking scarf because this guy just cried. Cried like a little fucking bitch on his podcast. What a little bitch. Are you crying on your podcast again, you little fucking bitch? You little faggot. Are you crying on your podcast again? Stop being such a faggot, dude. I'll fucking cry on my podcast if I want to. All right? If I want to fucking cry on my podcast, I fucking drop tears all over this bitch. All right? This keyboard right here is my fucking keyboard. If tears want to land on this keyboard, they have permission to. All right? They have my full authority to land. I'll fucking cry if I want to. It's my podcast. I'll cry if I want to. I'll cry if I want to. How many times have I cried on this fucking podcast already, bro? I gotta get my fucking act together. Oh, this is fucking pitiful, man. This is fucking pitiful. I did my eyebrows yesterday, so they feel good. I think that's why I don't like my brother. I love my brother. All right, my brother is... My brother was my hero growing up. All right, I my dad died when I was six. My dad was my brother's stepdad. And my brother loved my dad. My brother, my dad is my brother's dad. My brother doesn't call his own dad dad. He that's my my dad is his dad. And he always looked out for me. Um, I remember like eight nine years old. We were outside playing during you know one of them blizzards. We were, we lived in Hackensack, uh, over by Sears. There's that park, uh, Pangborn Place over there. That fucking I don't know what the name of that park is. Pangborn Park. I don't know. That park, um, you know, we were just all playing on the street and, you know, the, the bigger kids were outside and, you know, we were outside and one of the, we lived in this big building. One of the guys in the building fucking was throwing snowballs at us. And I remember that he threw one and I turned around and when I turned around, that fucking thing, bam, blasted me in the eye. Right in the face, bro. It fucking hurt. I started crying. I ran upstairs and told my brother. My brother went outside and beat the guy up, Right. That was my, my brother. My brother's 17 years older than me. I'm almost positive. Like 16, 17. He's 50, 38. Maybe my math is wrong. Like maybe he's 12 years old. 12, 13 years older than me, right? So he always comes to my back. And Carlstadt, my downstairs neighbor, older guy, he was like 17. And I was 11. And he was picking on me, had me in a headlock outside. And just, you know did one of those fucking headlocks and he would held it and he held it until I started crying and he just being a fucking dick picking on me right fucking poor little spit kid all the fucking you know Italians were picking on me so anyway he had me in in front of his friends and he thought it was fucking cool and I started crying I went inside brother asked me why are you crying I told him he put on his fucking sneakers and went right outside and fucking punked that dude out right in front of all his friends all right punked them all out Four guys just stood there. No, calm down. No, no, fuck that. He's a little kid. You know, you want to do that shit to me. Do that shit to me. Like, got right up in his face. And none of them fucking did a damn thing. So, my brother's always been my hero. He's always been um, my best friend. Um, 
And I still can't stand him. And the reason I can't stand him is because he is like me. And everything I can't stand in him is what I can't stand in me. And that fucking sucks. Like just, oh my God, all the things I remember growing up with, the things I didn't like about my brother, the way he talked, the way um, he did things, the fucking way he brushed his teeth used to fucking annoy me. Like all those things, like I do them. And I'm just like, fuck, bro. So anyway, my brother's back and um, he's moving back up from Florida on my fucking nerves. Worst fucking planner of all time in history. Who plans to move somewhere? Goes there. And when they're like two or three states away, then they decide to wonder where are they going to stay? Where are we going to sleep? Where are we going to sleep? That's a question that you should have answered before you left. You call call your last minute and like, hey, uh, I need a hotel. Can you book me a hotel? I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Uh, yeah, sure. Let me just stop my whole life. Like, this isn't a big weekend for me. Like, I don't have anything on my mind. Let me stop everything I'm doing. We're going to book you a room. Let's think about you. Let's think about you. It's fucking amazing, fucking prick. Um, nah, my my brother's um, oh, crazy relationship. My brother's a barber. Always cut my hair. I was just, you know, like barbers get those dummies. Uh, if you go to beauty school, not bar, just barber. Like beauty school, when you go to beauty school, they give you these dummies, and you have to do things to them. Like I was my fucking brother's dummy. He used to fuck my hair up all the time. But I was nice with it. Na, 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 nice with it. I I actually pulled this through. I'm I'm pretty proud that I got to 30 minutes here into this episode. 30 minutes in. I mean, 12 minutes in, I was like, I'm running out of things to talk about here. I'm I'm getting emotional. I don't want to talk about my fucking disintegrating marriage anymore. I want to talk about making fun of my family. Making fun of my family. Um what else is going on in this world in this world coronavirus is going away um because joe biden is president now joe biden joe biden riding with biden i'm riding with biden i told you i'm, I'm changed over bro. i don't believe in conspiracies no more it's over to official story for me biden 2020 it's on my bumper sticker don't silence me i represent wear two masks baby Wear three masks. If you're only wearing two masks, you're just fucking not even, you don't even care enough. You don't even care enough. Wear three. If I see you wearing two masks, I'm like, you don't care. You don't care, bro. Two masks? If two masks are effective, why not four? Just throw four on there. Let's just fucking wear saran wrap around our face saran wrap has to keep corona out <sighs> i got nothing to plug i got nothing going on um taking a month off of social media you will not see me on there i will not be responding to messages or dms or anything like that so please call me if you don't have my number and we don't really need to talk do we well you can find my number for somebody else all right 
just give it away. And then my phone will ring, and we can talk. But I'm going to be off of social media for 60 days. No, 30 days. 28 days. Easy breezy. Cover girl. We will get this done. 28 days of bliss. Um, That's it. Uh, check out the website, vicusfunny.com. I didn't do no sponsor ad reads, but njnypooltables.com. Stop that. 18 pool tables. njnypooltableservice.com. 18 pool tables, number one business, number one business in the world. All right, that's the best business. But I don't know if they're the best business, but they're the best in billiards. Action, action all of the time. All right, 18 pool tables. NJNYPoolTableService.com. Tell them your boy Vic sent you for a discount. All right. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Uh, you'll be listening to this on Monday. It is Sunday. But remember, be true to you because you are you. Mwah. You're listening to my day of the week. <laughs>